Welcome to the Series Tech Tips podcast. We're continuing our series of episodes where we talk to teachers here in series about standards-based grading. Okay, so um, I'm Mirna Calderon, and I teach at May Hensley Junior High School. I teach um, Tier 3, as well as just regular 7th grade ELA. Thanks for joining us today. Um, and uh, Mrs. Calderon, can you just tell us, uh, first of all, you know, how grading works in your classroom, and what experiences have you had with standards-based grading? Yeah, so typically, you know, a lot of our grading stems from, you know, our rubrics that we create. And this year has been a little bit different because now that we're working with proficiency skills, we found that we've had to kind of revamp some of our old CFAs, um, kind of increase rigor and, and change things up quite a bit. But it's actually been more beneficial. We we truly felt like this year was the first year where when the gradebook reflected a grade or you know points it kind of made more sense I feel like I could really justify and I didn't feel as like you know apprehensive going into parent-teacher conferences because I felt like it was it just aligned better I feel like the proficiency skills kind of and the standards-based grading kind of helped us uh, pretty much have everything just flow together and it was a more accurate depiction of like a student's grade yeah, I've, I've had that same experience. One of the things uh, you mentioned that the grades are more accurate. Is there anything in particular that you want to highlight maybe that you're doing an infinite campus? Uh, like what settings did you choose or what, uh, you know, how does that, how does the grade book look at infinite campus to help make those grades more accurate? So that's where it's been a little bit tricky. We've tried mm-hmm. several things. So we initially went with, uh, we tried using mode. So the one that, you know, pops up most often because it is true if a kiddo is mainly earning a lot of twos it makes sense that they're still at a two on that scale um however it's nice that we have the flexibility to adjust and then maybe at the end like when we get towards the end of a unit we're now assessing you know an embedded assessment which is an essay Mm -hmm. and we would want their grade to reflect what they know most recently so sometimes you know the the point is we want kids improving their grade not they shouldn't be worse off than they started right so I feel like that kind of helps um the only time it's been a challenge is if we do have multiple things on one scale then it's like oh most recent you know do you kind of change up the date so it's accurate or there's two different things under one scale and I know that's something you know a conversation for like another day yeah, but that's been yeah. a tricky but yeah yeah I've had I, I've dealt with that kind of as well in my classroom I know I choose most recent for most of the proficiency scales um, but you're right I do find myself manipulating the dates of the assignments a little bit just so I can make sure that the overall assessment for the unit is like the last date if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah I agree with you the grades are definitely more accurate and more clear Um, so so speaking of the accuracy uh, have you had any changes in maybe in your interactions with students like when your students approach you with questions about their grade or when they have questions about their learning have you seen any any changes with that yeah um, as a matter of fact one of my students came to me yesterday and she's like Mrs. Calderon um, I have a B plus how can I improve that so mm-hmm. um, that was one of those things once I looked in the grade book and I found oh wow like it's pretty much all threes um, and so 
you know, I don't have a ton of control over like what um, what Infinite Campus kicks out. But I did tell her, I said, you know what, sit tight right now because we I have to grade her essay still. And I said, once I review that, then I can give you some opportunities to hopefully improve some of those scores. But a lot of them were already at threes. Maybe there was like a two. But we also have, you know, Learning Center and all those things, which allow kids to improve their grades. Um, but I know at the very beginning, kids were asking, like, what what does that mean? I have a two. Like, but then it says this. And it was nice because it allowed me to kind of um, open up those conversations more about, like, the rubric. So every time we take a CFA, that rubric is on there, and it's on the screen. And we make sure that kids know, like, this is what we're working towards. If you want to earn a three, don't think of the letter. But if you want to be proficient at the skill, these are the things that you need to demonstrate today to show me that you can do that. And if you can't, and you do end up with a two in the grade book because they were asking, what does a two, what's a three? Then we have, like I said, we have Learning Center. We sit in the back um, for a reteach opportunity, and they have that the opportunity for growth to earn that three. So kids were very um, thrown off. And then we just said, you know, don't look at what percentage is there. Just look at you're trying to earn threes, which for them, you know, it's at grade level. That's the goal. That would be the A that they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Maybe any other experiences you want to share? Or? Um, honestly, I think our team, you know, we are a younger team here at May Hensley. Um, I really felt that starting from with the scale, starting with the scale itself, and then knowing what your end goal is, it's allowed us to kind of not be teaching at that like foundational level and kind of picking apart, oh, these are the things the kids don't know yet. So let's kind of get through that. But, you know, that learning intention is always the target, which is kind of nice because I feel like even though kids are struggling, um, you know, and it may reflect that in the grade book, we're teaching at a higher level. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And it's okay for kids to see like, oh, man, you know, I'm still at a two. I'm still a foundational. But it's kind of translating. The kids are starting to understand, like, I just don't understand it yet. And I always tell them it's by the end of the school year when you should be mastering all of these, you know, different learning targets. So I, it's brought us clarity. I feel like our rubrics are a lot stronger. Conversations with students and parents are a lot, you know, a lot easier. And um, it's, been, it's been good so far. Well, thanks a lot for joining us today. Um, and I appreciate all the work that you do to support your students. And uh, thanks a lot. Of course. Thank you. Okay. With that, I will sign off. This is Brian Wise. Stay techie.